does your day look like? Got a couple things planned, maybe a little bit busy, maybe some meetings, trying to wrap a couple things up before you get into the weekend. We get into the holidays. AJ Knight, flying solo. AJ McCall on VFX. McCall out sick today. I asked because it's so a friend of ours, mutual friend of McCall and I's, apparently has coined this term that has started to catch on in her workplace. And the term she said is called future anxiety. So here's an example of it. So I have two meetings today. I've got to take my wife to the airport right after the second meeting. I'm anxious about this because the meetings aren't really necessary and because I'd also like to get the lawn mode before I have to get my wife to the airport. The question is like, what is your future anxiety? And I've never heard the phrase before, so credit where credit is due to Lauren. She can have all the credit in the world for coining the phrase, but I feel like the experience isn't anything new, right? Because, like, heck, how many people have not lost a night of sleep because you thought about what's coming up? We got the holidays next week, right? So you're going to want to button everything down, and the days off are great when you're in them. Going into them, though, you got to button everything down to make sure everything's taken care of because the last thing you want is to get into the holidays and then you get a phone call. And you got to come back into work and deal with all that stuff. So, like, future anxiety, I think, is 100% not a new sensation phrase coined. And the question would be, what's giving you future anxiety? And I hope at this point, after McCall and I harped and harped and harped and harped on the fact that Thanksgiving is a week from today, that uh, if you were going to be responsible for cooking, if you're going to be responsible for any of that, you might have gotten out ahead because, who knows, the shortages have been super, super duper weird in terms of what has gone missing at whatever time. But I think the the, the other thing is uh, about future anxiety, we all 100% experience it. Like if I got a busy day, like I, you know, I do my podcasts or whatever, and I know I got to do a podcast, I'm filling in here, I got to do this for the show. I, I there, there are days, it's happened recently, where I just can't turn my brain off and I, I can't sleep at night. But the other thing is, uh, actually my girlfriend Ashley shared it. It's one of those little flow charts. And it was based on um, uh, based salt problem solving. The, the question was, is do you have a problem? And then it split two ways. And basically it was, do you have uh, something you can do about it? Yes, don't worry about it. Is there anything you can do about it? No, don't worry about it. Which is, I think, a great way to combat future anxiety. Yeah, you're going to freak out about getting all this stuff done. But uh, you, can, if you, you can either do something about it, in which case, great. You got a solution, you got a plan of attack, or you can't. In which case, well, unfortunately, it's out of your hands, and then there's, you know, it's wasting energy worrying about it. Don't drive yourself nuts about something you can't control. Credit, again, to Lauren for creating the term, coining the term future anxiety. But anxiety, I think, has always existed, and we all share it all the time. What's that joke? Um, Humans are just cucumbers with anxiety because of how much water we own. That. It's 100% that. Speaking of future anxiety, though, a list was put together of the text that women are not supposed to send men because it'll scare them off. Well, let's go through them and figure out once and for all whether that's legit or not or if it's just been some kind of cover overall for fellas to cover up emotions, etc. Communication between men and women is entirely different. There's no denying that. And so I think that, uh, I want to say majority, but a big part of the hang-up, I think, is that, uh, you know, you got to get lost in how you communicate. AJ McCall at VFX, AJ Knight solo for the debate today. McCall out sick. Like a prime example is uh, one of the differences, I think, between my girlfriend and I. And I don't think this is specific necessarily to men and women, but I don't think I'm far off. I internalize a lot of stuff that I'm dealing with. I Going through therapy, I think, gave me the mental tools to go through and process stuff that I'm dealing with in a way that, because I, 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 when I was a kid, 
I used to, I had to go to therapy for uh, emotional support because I would lash out. And so going as an adult, I think one of the things I, one of the biggest things I took away was that I had the ability to mentally go through, like I withdraw, go through, process all of that, and then deal with it and get it in a way that I can communicate effectively about it. My girlfriend, when she has an issue, she wants to talk about all of it right away. And it's a difference between the both of us because, like, I want to sort through it, get to the conclusion, and then here's what's bothering me, here's why I'm upset, all of that, as opposed to talking through it right at that moment. So, like, it's a difference in communication between the two of us. So I stumbled across this list someone put out of the the text that you're not supposed to send men because it'll scare them away. Like, one of them is the stalker text. Don't bring up something he's done by himself that you saw on his socials without him mentioning it to you first. And I got to say, it, a little, it, it that one hit or miss. Because, like, if you're in a relationship, I don't think it's as big a deal. Talking to someone, yeah, I think it can kind of scare. But I think that's natural for anyone because, like, you, you, I think your brain immediately snaps back to, like, what's going on. Remember, I was seeing a girl in college that we'd just kind of been talking for a little bit, and she Googled me, which, you know, whatever. I mean, if you ever want to be amazed, type your own name into Google and see what comes up. And she talked about, I, I won an award at work or something, and she she talked about it. And I just hadn't brought it up because it was so nuanced and minuscule. And I was like, how do you know that? And she kept doing it, and she was getting a chuckle out of it, and it freaked me out. And I think the reason why is you're like, okay, what is going on? Because... The, the game of dating, at least back and forth, is I think you try to reveal bits and pieces of yourself in segments so not to scare people off as you test out the water so no one wants it, – it, it's a defense mechanism. Nobody wants to get hurt. You don't want to jump the gun. So I totally I totally get that. Uh, one that I, I think is complete garbage is the what are we text. Um, if that one, scare off guys, yes. Reason why is because, in all honesty, just don't want to answer the question. Like, if it feels like, I'll say in defensive guys, if you've had the conversation and he feels like he's put a label on it, it can get be somewhat tedious. But ultimately, I think that one is just a cover for guys because they just don't want to answer the question. And I've been there. I've been like, what are we? I, I, we're just seeing how things go. Probably, if you're feeling pretty strongly about it and you, you want to know, you want clarification just so you know and how he feels and responds, you can ask. And maybe it does, and I think it does scare men away. But I think it's a it's a baloney reason to do so because you're just asking them to be mature with their feelings. And let me be honest, growing up, I don't think a lot of us handling that way. Uh, the why aren't you answering text? Text. I think that one goes across the board. That goes for guys and girls. Nobody wants to to deal with that. Like I think now, especially post pandemic, I think everyone has just found that the, the we need to pull back and unwind a little bit, right? Nobody wants to hear a why aren't you answering because you just. You need to just take a step back. You you went to work. You went to the bathroom. You made something to eat. You got a phone call. You put your phone down. You just decided not to look at it for a second. There's a bevy of reasons. And the why aren't you answering, I feel like it's telling anyone to calm down. Like if they're not answering, uh, there's probably a reason behind it. It's like telling someone who's upset to calm down. It's going to go the complete opposite. You're just going to set them off, and now they're not going to want to answer anymore. I'm bored text, I think, also goes both ways. Last one. Because, like, Great. Like, it's not a conversation starter. It's one of the biggest things. I have family members who I get so upset with because, like, they won't text me, and then I they, they'll complain to me I don't hear from them. And then I said, well, you could have texted me and reached re, reached out to me because I didn't hear from you either. And they're like, no, 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 you didn't text me. 
it's like in their mind they established the the parameters, and since I didn't follow, I lose. But I'm like, you could have engaged that. The I'm bored thing is the same thing. You're not solving anything. Just come up, start a conversation, and magically I think you'll figure it out or say, hey, you know, I got nothing going on right now. Let's let's make up plans. Just saying I'm bored is like, I'm not going to contribute. Please solve all these problems for me. And again, I think that goes both ways. So I think a lot of these texts, I think it's applicable to both guys and girls. And on top of that, I think most of them, a fair amount of them are just covers for guys to kind of just wallow in our own immaturity when it comes to text messages.